Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm David. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we will be discussing what we've been playing, the news, and for our main topic tonight, the games that we will only play with the expansions. Yeah, so there's there's certain games that we've bought the expansion that we love so much and have made the games so better, much better. Yeah. that we teach them and play them with the expansions. Absolutely. Yes. And we will, I'm sure, rivet you with this discussion. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'll definitely remember all the games I've ever played with the expansions in them. Because, you know, my memory is just spot on. Well, and it also constitutes us playing games more than once. Yeah. We play a couple of them more than... We play some game, most games once, and we play about 10 games a million times. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's normal. Yeah. Definitely. So should we start with what we've been playing? I think so. It's not a very long list today, but... Well, so, <laughs> as we mentioned last week, we got My City. Yes. And we have played My City 21 times now? Yeah, we're on Chapter 7. Chapter we just finished s- Chapter 7. We just finished Chapter 7, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so 21 games. Yeah. Uh, not to put spoilers out, but the game changes. <laughs> yes. The game, the, as we discussed last week, this is a legacy style game. Yeah. Uh, so there's stickers that we're putting on that change the game, you know, give us more things, get points, get rid of those things later on. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's ever changing, but I don't want to spoil anything that happens because I recommend you get this game. It's so much fun. Well, I guess the other piece of this is, are we spoiling anything if we talk about this game? Because it's not really story driven. No, to be fair, it's really just like points and stuff that you get. Although it is fun to like open up the envelopes and see what you have coming next, right? Yeah. So this game, we are having a lot of fun. Yeah. We mentioned this last week, but we'll mention it again. It is a lot of fun if you like Tetris style games. Yeah. And there is enough variability in those envelopes to keep you wanting to keep playing. Well, that's the thing. It's like every three to six games, you get something new and get something taken away, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's never, it's not always just building up and doing things, right? You do usually lose stuff, but you also gain something new to play with, uh, which makes it really fun. And we're... You know, I know I'm looking forward to still playing it after we finish the campaign. I think so, yeah. I, I don't think this is going to be one that's going to go away. No, I think it's just too fun. Yeah, yeah. We we like our Tetris games, and this is just scratching that itch perfectly, I think. Yeah, I think because it's so easy to set up, uh, it's something I like a little better than Isle of Cats. Like, I love Isle of Cats. Yeah. But it takes longer to set up, and it takes longer to play, right? Being yeah. able to play, you know, three half-hour games at night when we're all tired rather than you know, one hour and a half game is really nice. Yeah, Isle of Cats does have a little bit of length on this one uh, where this one really is that nice length of game. Yeah. Right? And I don't think we've stopped at one or two games ever. Like, I think we've played usually three each night. Uh, a couple of nights we've played four or five. Yeah. Uh, and possibly after we go home tonight, we will finish this. We'll see. Depends if supper's ready or not. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to be uh so that's all we played that is all we played yes we did pick up a couple of new games to try yes. and to play and i'm looking forward to them uh first one is glenmore chronicles 2 
this one is a tableau building uh, with a little bit of a rondelle movement-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. So you are moving your character along a circular track and you move it as far as you want. You can go all the way to the end of the track or just in front of the last person, basically. Yeah. Uh, the further you move, the longer you have to wait to play again uh, because it's always whoever is in last place goes first. Uh, we talked about this in uh, Nova Luna, uh, very similar mechanic there. Uh, when you take a tile, you have to either pay for it to go onto your tableau or if there's no charge, you just put it there and it's going to activate everything around it. Uh, we have not played this one. I have watched lots of videos on this one. Mm-hmm. And it looks... It, it, it's one of those games that just I can tell we are going to enjoy. Yeah. Dad had to buy all his new games before we bought the house so that he can actually get games. Yes. It's, <laughs> you know, come uh, November 1st, there will be no new games in the Stevenson household for years on end. That's a lie. I know, but I can lie. Yeah. On, on the radio, nobody can see me. Mm, but yeah. I can. <laughs> uh, the other one we added was Tekenyu. Yep. Uh, and this is the new one from uh, the Zolkin and uh, Tea Tehuacan guy. Guy likes Guys, the T names. He does. Uh, haven't looked at this one as closely, but it looks fun there is an obelisk in it there is a big obelisk in it uh it creates a shadow and depending on where your dice are they are stronger or weaker depending on where where they fall in that ring yeah it does look cool like i don't i haven't looked into any of these games um but i liked all the pieces that were in them because games that have lots of things get me very excited yeah glenmore chronicles this is, we're going to talk about a little bit of an unboxing here. Yeah. Uh, so you open it up and there's Chronicles in it, of course, based on the name. And there's, there's eight Chronicles, which are eight mini expansions. They aren't put together. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going through the instruction booklet saying, it says, put these things in there. Some of them make sense. Some of them you're sort of guessing at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the I found out after I had done all eight of them that the company had put together a video on how to separate them. Perfect. Probably should have went there first. Yep. Hopefully I did them right. Yep. Uh, Do you think that is going to spoil the game at all? Or are you going to forget immediately what's in each of the things? I didn't read anything about how all of them interact. And we and I haven't hadn't played the game to see anything that looked familiar. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to spoil anything. Perfect. It, it is odd though. Yeah, it's weird for a game that has like, you know, boxes that are meant to hide what's coming to first make you put them in. It's like filling up your own advent calendar. Yeah. You know what's in those boxes. Yeah, I'm doing my uh, stocking stuffers and wrapped them myself and put them in my stocking. Yeah. Wonder what's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh your mom's birthday today? Yeah. Or yesterday as you're hearing this. So happy birthday, Melanie. Happy birthday, mom. Uh, she got Istanbul big box for her birthday. Oh, did she? She did. That's exciting. I didn't know she was getting that for her birthday. Well, I didn't tell I went to the store today either. <laughs> uh, I got her a house too. You did get her a house, which is a much better birthday present. But anyway, tell us about Big Box. Yeah, so Istanbul is a game we have played, or I have played, and your mom has played once in real life and a bunch of times on the iPad. Uh, it's a movement game, and you're trying to get gems. The first person to five gems wins the game. 
Uh, and there's a, a bunch of different ways you can do this. The, the nice thing about the big box is it comes with both ex big expansions with it. Uh, so you get everything in one box and it costs you about 40 bucks less than if you buy them separately. Nice. Uh, I really like Istanbul. I just haven't played it because we don't own it. Yeah. Uh, you start out, you have a character with three assistants underneath it. And as you stop on a space, you leave one of them. Uh, and then you have to gather them back up to do actions after they're all gone. Uh, and there's different ways of doing that. Usually you go to one space that just calls them all back to you, but you can pick them up as you're walking as well. Yeah. Uh, I believe you can move up to three spaces at a time. And it just, re every, the board changes because it's just tiles and you're laying them out in a, you know, I believe the base game is five by five and, or five by four. And then it gets bigger as you add the expansions. Cool. I've only ever watched a review for this one. Yeah. Um, but it does look interesting. So maybe I'll try it. I'll yeah. try it. I'll give it a couple tries. It looks like it might be a little too dry for me, but uh, dry. you never know. It looks a little bit like just place and go, place and go. You know, There, there is some interaction in it yeah. a little bit because uh, you're driving markets up. So as you get gems, the next gem is going to be more expensive. Okay. Uh, so I think you actually will like this one. Okay. Well. We'll get it on the table at some yeah. point. Hey, Shay. Hey, Dave. You are listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. Am I? You are. That is exciting. Yes. You're also talking on Board on the Air on CFCR. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, let's get to the news. Yes. So what what have groundbreaking, heart-stopping news do you got for us today, Dave? Well, I got one, <laughs> one big one, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Avalon Hill started a countdown on their website uh -huh. talking about hero quest okay okay hero quest is one of those 80s games that has a cult following mm -hmm. most people say say if you've played it now it's not as good yeah right but it was basically one of the original dungeon crawls was this the one that we used to own your grandparents own it oh okay We've never owned this one. We own the other one, the uh, the hexagon one. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but no, it's not that one. That one was, why can't I think of the name? I want to say Hero Escape, but that's Hero not. Escape. It was Hero Escape? You, you nailed it. Perfect. Yeah, so it's not Hero Escape. This is Hero Quest. This is okay. a box game. It had a map, like you're walking through a castle, basically. Yeah. One person was the dungeon master-ish, and the other guys were heroes going through. Uh, so September 22nd, they're going to be making an announcement on this. They haven't said what it is, but everybody's sort of assumed they're doing Hero Quest version two. Yeah. Sort of like Restoration Games has done with uh, Downforce, uh, Fireball Island, uh, the Unmatched games. You know, they've taken old games and redone them yeah. and made them better. Yeah. Made them more modern. I would like say. Uh, uh, Brass Birmingham, right? Brass Birmingham yeah. is what Roxley did with it. You know, they turned Lancashire into a, a pretty solid game. Yeah. Lancashire is good. Birmingham's better. Yeah. So is Avalon Hill, like, do they make other games? Avalon Hill, right? Yeah, they Avalon make other Hill's games, been around for a long time. Are they mainly like, a, almost like a Hasbro style? Uh, I wouldn't call them a Hasbro style. They've done more war type games <laughs> than anything else, in my opinion. Uh, and they've just kept onto the rights for Heroes Quest all these years. And so... Uh, yeah. They're like, hey, this, this yeah. business is big. Why don't we uh, try and break yeah. into it? We're doing 5,000 games a year. Let's find a game that we can bring back so we don't have to redevelop it. Yeah. Right? 
You know, and uh, it sounds interesting, and I think a modern modern version could work well because, I mean, Gloomhaven did great, right? Uh, if they do it right, this thing is going to be huge. Yeah. And if they do it wrong, this game is going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> There's a good chance this is hitting Kickstarter. Yeah. Right? And so... Uh, hey, they throw in some good minis. I'm down. They throw in some good minis. They throw in a good story. People will eat this up. Yeah. I want a good map too, not some like little flimsy paper. Yeah. it's It's got to be bigger than what they had. And it's got to be, uh, you know, interchangeable. Yeah. Right? Next one was one that I just came across. Looks really interesting. It's called Micro Macro Crime City. Uh, this is a 30 by 43 game board or drawing. It's in black and white and it's sort of Where's Waldo? Oh, no. So everything's really, really detailed. And you get 120 cases, case cards in 16 envelopes. And you're going around trying to solve these crimes. Okay. Uh, in a Where's Waldo type looking around. Right. It looks really neat. That could, it, like, it sounds cool. The only concern I have is, is it Sherlock Holmes-esque, you know, where uh, it, you you play it and then you're done. And what you have left is a box of paper that you spent a lot of money on. Like, that's that's my only concern with a game like that, right? Yeah, there's there's a very good chance that you will start this and never finish it. I think I'd finish it. I think it would just be sitting around because it but, sounds like it could be fun. Well, once you finish it, you're you're not going to pick this up again. Yeah. Right. But I don't think you're cutting anything up or anything like that. So, so you it, can sell it. You can resell it. Yeah. Ah, uh, dice games, Twa and Raja the Ganges. Yeah. Are both getting dice games. Interesting. Yeah. I, I know one of those. <laughs> so I've played both these games. Uh, Twa is an older version of a game that's been redone as Black Angel. Okay. Uh, Twa is the more famous of them. I've played Twa and ba Black Angel. I found Twa better. Mm -hmm. But I found it very... There's a certain strategy in it that worked really well. Okay. So it was easy to pick one strategy and just... And Go for it. We played it, I think, two or three week, weeks in a row on Thursday night, and it seemed like whoever did the one strategy won the game pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, the last week we added the expansion in, and I did the same strategy, ignored the expansion completely, and won easily. Oh, I remember this game. You telling me about this? Yeah. It was. It was. I don't mind the game. The expansion is useless, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. it, it did nothing to the game, so, you know. Not uh, making our expansion Not list. making our expansion <laughs> list, by any means. Uh, Black Angel was fun, but I just found it was... It just didn't didn't click with me. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I heard at two players, Black Angel really shines. So... Cool. Maybe I'll try it again at that point. Yeah. Uh, Raj the Ganges, we talked about we this love last Raj week. We love this game. A dice version, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah, because like the score track is the big thing on that game, right? Or should I say score tracks. So it's kind of weird that they basically get rid of that, right? Well, are they? Or well, are that's you... the thing is, how yeah. big is this dice game? It, <laughs> it looks like a normal size pad. So 
I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, they I think didn't I like the art re- of the big one. Like, Well, and that's that's the other piece of it is the art or that game board is so beautiful. It's so colorful. It's so busy, mm-hmm. but it works so well. Yeah. I guess the only thing is if they do it well enough, then it's nice because you can take it with you places, right? And play Rajas. But I think there's just something special about that game as a big box game, right? Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, it just... Some games lend themselves to a dice version. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be one of them. Yeah. I'm still going to try it. <laughs> of course we are. And probably buy it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dice games are cheaper usually, so it, it's probably not going to cost yeah. a lot. I'll, I'll look at reviews first because there was Kingsburg the dice game, which is based on a dice game. And, <laughs> and it got hammered and ridiculed and i haven't seen it anywhere yeah nobody brought it in i don't think if may possibly it hasn't been released yet in north america but Mm. i don't know anybody that's played it or is looking forward to playing it yeah and we like kingsburg yeah uh so raja's another dice placement game well it's not dice placement because using your dice as your resources yeah and then using your workers so it'll be interesting how they carry this off yeah, that is the news. Fantastic. Well, with that, we should hop into our main topic of the night, which is games we will only play with the expansions. So basically games where the expansions make the game so much better that we don't see any point in playing it without them. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, I would also say that a lot of the time the expansions don't add a more... A more difficult level of complexity mm-hmm. so it's it, it doesn't hurt to start with it you can teach it and it's not going to overcomplicate the teach yeah right definitely Th- those are a couple of pr- prerequisites for me for yeah. games like this uh i'm going to jump right in with my favorite game that i think i know which one you're going to say i will not play without the expansions uh i bought the mat because it had the expansions on oh, it it's actually a different one this is Raiders of the North Sea. Yeah. Uh, field or Hall of Heroes, Fields of Fame. Mm-hmm. Both of them mm-hmm. add to the game. Yep. Uh, they add another track. They add another way of getting points. They add more resources. But it all blends so well. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, I learned this game with the expansions. Like, I, I, I've never played it without. The first time I played it was with the expansions. And I just... I've played it once without, I believe. Yeah. And once I got the expansions, I just, I teach with it. Yeah. Right? Because Why it, bother? It, it doesn't make it so you can't play it. Right? Mm-hmm. It do, a new person can walk in on uh, Raiders of the North Sea and play it without being confused with the, what the expansions bring. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably my number one game. Yeah. That... You know, if people are like, wow, why don't we take the expansions out? I'll be like, well, why don't we why don't play we, a different Why don't game? we, yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine, I actually, when you said Matt, suddenly I remembered, you know, the one that I definitely play, would only play with the expansions, and that's uh, Champions of Midgard, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I learned with the expansions, again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played it without, and I think there's no reason to play it without, because I think it would be boring like or at least like just not as fun because 
you know, again, I have the mat that has all the expansions on it. Uh, it comes with the boards as well, if you'd like. But it's just, it gives you more things to fight. It gives you more things to do. I think it makes the game less crowded, too, because people are kind of more spread out. Um, but at the same time, it's still competitive. Yeah, like, I've the first time I played Champions was without the expansions. Yeah. And it was okay. Yeah. Uh, since you got it with the expansions, we played it two or three times. Yeah, a couple times. And I will never go back to that base game. Nah, there's but no reason to. There really isn't. Uh, it opens the game up. It uh, allows you, your 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 uh, soldiers and stuff that die in battle now have a purpose. Well, the thing Valhalla, I think, is even more useful than uh, mountains. Dark uh, mountains. Dark mountains. Because dark mountains gives you people to fight, right? Yep. And it gives you another type of dice, which I think is still fun. And I honestly use those guys for fighting all the time. Um, but Valhalla means that when your dice die, you don't just lose the dice, right? It's not just game over, right? You get tokens, which allow you to buy more things, which can give you, you know, more points, uh, which I really appreciate. Like, I like, you know, this continuous circle of being able to, you know, get things. Yeah. Uh, and more powers and uh, options like that. So, yeah, I, I think I would never play this without at least the Valhalla expansion. And honestly, if you're going to get that one, why not get Dark Mountains? Yeah, and, and once more, it does not add any complexity. No, it's it's exactly the same. The teach is the same length, but it it just makes the game that much better yeah. and more more welcoming, right? Yeah, as, I I love this game as a base game. Yeah, you know you're fighting over the same spots. Yeah, right, and you're starting to take actions that you don't want to. Yeah, I find with the expanded boards, you're able to do everything you want to yeah. for the most part, but there's no real settling for an action. Well, it's the thing, and that's what I kind of meant at the beginning is just you know you're not all going to the same spot, yeah. right? You you have things to do. You may not do it in the order you want, but you have things to do. For sure. You're not taking any of those useless actions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you uh, got another one? I do have another one. Uh, this one is a newer game in the last year, year and a mm -hmm. half, I guess, that we play a lot. Uh, expansion came out fairly quickly after the, the base game came over from mm -hmm. Europe, and this is Quacks of Quillingberg. Yes. Uh, the Herb Witch's expansion... We don't play without mm -hmm. uh, anymore. We, yeah, anymore. Like no, since we since we bought it, yep. we only play with it. Yeah, right. Even when we're teaching it. Yep. Uh, once in a while, we won't teach the expansion, but very, very rarely. Yeah. Uh, because it it just adds more variety to the game. Uh, it adds some more more powers, more uh, it gives uses you some, of the stuff. Yeah, you can change stuff, right? Yep. You can get more points somehow instead of just the standard game. Yeah. Uh, and because, you know, like the, it, the game's already pretty variable, but having those powers in there that also change just adds a little bit more to it, right? For sure. I don't know if I'd necessarily think of this one as a uh, only play with the expansion. I could see a time when I just want to play the base game for really? this one. Yeah, I think so. I think if I just, like, if you just want the simple one, I could see certain teaches doing it without. Um, but I do think the expansion makes it really good. So I definitely would probably choose the expansion over not. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's kind of a, meh, I'm good with either type thing. It's not one that I'd say, let's play something else if we're going to play without the expansion. For sure. So, but it is, you're right. The expansion is great. Yeah. Um, mine is one that we got again with the expansion. I don't think I played it without. I might have played it once. Uh, and that's Role Player. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I played this one without, but I know we got... Um, I oh, what's the first expansion called? Monsters and Minions. It is Monsters and Minions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we got Monsters and Minions with the first one, yeah. with the original role-player game. I don't think I'd ever play without Monsters and Minions because, again, the base game, similar to Champions of Midgard, the base game is a little tight and a little dry without having the monster to face at the end, like to fight. Yeah, it doesn't give you a lot of stuff to do other no. than dra draft a dice. Yeah, you're then you're just drafting dice. You're just putting them in the spots. And although that's fun, it's like I kind of want a little bit more action. Yeah. And Monsters and Minions adds that because then you can fight the minions and then the monster at the end, right? It gets you more points and just gives you one more action. Yeah. And then we actually got the new expansion, which I also think I would definitely play with, which is Friends and or Fiends and Familiars. Yeah. Um, which it gives you basically it, it hampers your ability to take the large die because you get, you know, you can get the big dice, which is good. However, you also get something that hurts you. Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of, it, it adds a little bit of drama into those big dice, right? Yeah, it and means it, that first player doesn't necessarily want to take the best one out there, right? Yeah. And that's the nice thing with both those expansions is that the, they just take the level to, or the game to that next level. Yeah. Uh, like if I wanted to play just dice placement, I'm going to play Sagrada over yeah, role player. Definitely. Uh, but if I want something more than Sagrada, Role player with Monsters of Minion and now Fiends and Familiars yep. is that game. And it wasn't hard. Like, admittedly, we didn't, we haven't really taught this game to many people, but it wasn't hard to learn, right? Yeah. Like, after we played it the first time and then adding the expansion was super easy. Yep. Um, well, the familiars was... part of this game, by the way, is just another place to put your dice and then you get powers from it. But yeah, it, it's... everything is just fun, right? And it's it's seamlessly integrated. Yeah. And, and that's what I see in uh, Raiders of the North Sea and Champions, yeah. right? It, it's seamless. It doesn't seem like it's tacked on. Yeah. Any of these. It, it, when you, if you played them and you weren't told that there was expansions, you wouldn't notice. Like, I don't think I noticed the first time I played that uh of champions right i didn't notice that i was playing uh, dark mountains expansion i thought that was just part of the game yeah. right and i think that's the making of a good expansion right for sure um so yeah role player we're getting the next one the adventures right jordan's kickstarted it or whatever it, it's it's yeah in the, it's one of those games that's in the role player universe yeah but you can use characters you've rolled out in role player as a character in role player adventure. So it's like it's it's not it's almost an expansion, but like it's like an expansion into a bigger game. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> it's like, it. It's like role player is the prequel. <laughs> yeah, role player is the prequel expansion yeah. to the main game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so I think role player get the expansions if you're going to play it. It's just going to make it more fun for you. For sure. Uh my next one is one that we play a lot. And this is uh it has a bunch of modular expansions uh -huh. and we blend most of them in because most of them are just tiles or different boards and this <laughs> is castles of burgundy yeah uh like the little tiles that add an extra space to your duchy uh the little white tile or white castles that let you use the white dye mm -hmm. uh the goat or is it goats no the geese the geese that are the wild animals yep. all those blend into the game and we don't take them out anymore. We just play with them. Yeah, and we got tons of boards that we play with too. Yeah. So it, the boards are nice. I like the boards because at some point you're going to get bored of doing the same yeah. uh, map, right? Yeah, and it's it's just 
all of that in the uh, that anniversary edition, which is the complete edition with the colorful one with more color. <laughs> it, it just it's it's something that we just use. Uh, yeah. I think the only expansion we don't bring all the, out all the time is the uh, the ones that uses your goods, the deliveries and stuff like that. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I don't know if I played that one. We've done it once. Okay. And it was okay, but... But the goods are second option at best, even on a, yeah. like any of the other games, right? So I, I imagine that I could see why we wouldn't play with that one very much. Yeah, because only usually me or... Well, me. you do it because you get the freaking tile that gives you points. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like... These are, it just, the expan the mini modular expansions in this game work. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Like like you say, I don't notice when we add things. I didn't realize that one building was an expansion, so. And that's exactly that's right. That's good. Yep. I agree. Well, we have come to the end of our show. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, yep. Good discussion, I think, about expansions. You yeah, know, it, I, like, I like sharing our opinions on these because, you know, we talk about main games all the time, but you always wonder how good the extras are, right? For sure. So yeah, thank you for listening. I'm David. And I'm Shay. Have a great night. See you next week.